0: Hi, welcome back to Our Hollywood. I'm Kim.
1: I'm Daniel. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, everyone.
0: Um, hey, today we're gonna be well because the Oscars come out. What are they? I don't even know where they are. From today, it's a week oh. from today. So it's, we're recording this, this on Sunday, March 20th, yeah. and the Oscars are on the 27th, which is why the episode's going up today. Because if we waited another week.
2: It would, it would be, be after.
0: Too
1: late, and then yeah. that wouldn't be them queen of um scheduling oh.
0: that's why i do the scheduling
1: <laughs> yeah yeah because i wouldn't have, i didn't even know the oscars were next week
0: yeah they are um okay, great. well for our episode today we're i'm sure we'll like go on a tangent or two but our focus or three or four or the five picture nominees at, at least, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, Our yeah. main focus is the Best Picture nominees, um, and I mean, I feel like this is the award that everyone's like, it's the big award of the night.
1: Yeah, it's they, the they always end on it. Oh no, they wait. Do they end on Big Director or what? On Best Director or Best Movie?
0: Best Movie. Remember the oh, whole La La right. Land debacle? You're right. like, that was the end. Because I remember specifically like the credits going on while everybody was on stage. <laughs>
1: That was crazy. It's also <laughs> funny that, like, it's also not that big of a situation, but like, be, it's like the Oscars are so boring that like something like that is like insane.
0: Yeah. Do you think and there's a bestie quiz for
1: this? What, what? Uh, Oscars best picture best nominee, best nominee are, best are
0: you? Picture are you? Oh, I don't know.
1: An independent student-run newsroom. This is on the Daily Californian. Oh. Which best Thanks picture nominee are me. you? That's kind of fun
0: first pick a word to describe yourself unique bold brave sarcastic (laughs) i'm gonna say bold for me
1: i want to say unique for me (laughs) because i'm not like the other girls
0: pick a film genre action comedy mystery drama
1: i'm gonna do mystery
0: i want to do drama (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: the Ronan Oscar nominated film. Brooklyn, <laughs> Lady Bird, Little Women, Atonement. Lady Bird. Duh.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do Little Women. I watched Little Women the other day and I was shocked by how much I liked it.
0: It's you hadn't watched it before?
1: No cuz I, I didn't think I was going to be like my kind of movie and I loved it so much. I
2: was it's like I'm going to watch it. It's so this.
0: good. Okay. Pick a legendary Oscar snub.
2: Oh Adam my Smith
0: god. for Uncut Jams, Lupita and Nyong'o for Us add amy adams for arrival tony collette for hereditary i already know Wait, what you're gonna pick. are
2: you
1: reading are you reading them in order yeah oh they're jumbled for me oh okay so i'm gonna questions? pick Tony collette. no 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 oh, the, uh, oh, the answers. Uh, answers yeah i'm gonna pick tony collette for hereditary period i'm gonna
0: do adam sandler because i really genuinely do believe he was snubbed all know. of these were he won the Film Independent Award, though, which is all that matters to me. Oh, my God. See, that's why I like the Film Independent Spirit Awards so much, because they always give the award to the people that I think deserve it. Okay. Fair. <laughs> so, I run the Film Independent Spirit Awards. Like, this year, Yuck. Simon Rex won for um, Best Actor for Red Rocket, and I was like, yeah, that's who I would pick. Period. Perfect. We have the same taste, is what I'm okay. saying. Anyways. Oh, this is a Berkeley question, so. Let's guess. We'll, we'll, just, worst, we'll just go with the vibe.
1: Okay, okay, okay. The worst building on campus, Kroeber Hall, Evans Hall, Lewis Hall, or Pimentel Hall? If you go to Berkeley, please tell us which one is the worst one. Yeah. I want to know the T. Okay, what are you feeling? I'm going to say
0: my gut about? is telling me Kroeber.
1: Okay, my gut is giving me Lewis. Okay. It's like awful bad things happen there. So I'm going to pick okay. that one.
0: Pick a Laura Dern role, Nora Fanshaw in Marriage Story, Renetta Klein in Big Little Lies, Vice Admiral Holdo in Star Wars The Last Jedi, Dr. El- Ellie Sattler in Jurassic Park.
1: Ooh. Are, um,
0: she's so good.
1: I love her. At I just send you this
0: TikTok I, I found the other day about Laura about Dern. About Laura Dern? Okay. It's not about Laura Dern. It was actually at the Film Independent Spirit Awards. Very and it was like, because they always have like fun little bits. And it was like the the gospel of like Laura Dern or something like that, or the uh, gay choir of Laura Dern or something like that. Oh, I've and seen that. I've seen hilarious.
1: that. Yeah. It's so um, good. I
0: forgot that happened.
1: I saw her, at uh, when I was, le- I went to the Beachwood cafe with my friends and I saw her in her car when I was there.
0: I love that. She so probably lives I love her. there.
1: Probably. That's such a nice area. Anyways, I'm going to um, do, um, I, I love the wig from star Wars. But I like the Jurassic Park character a thousand times more, so I'm gonna do Dr. Ellie Sadler.
0: I'm gonna do Renata from Big Little Lies because I love that show.
1: She's so good in that one. I'm so. Are She's they gonna sad. do it again? No, huh?
0: No, they need to leave it. <laughs> they need to leave it.
1: They could do a reunion. It's just a PT, It's like a PTA meeting, <laughs> and that's it. It's just a one-hour special.
0: No. <laughs> no, leave it. Choose a color: black, <laughs> red, gray, or white.
1: Are these the school colors why did they pick these colors
0: no it's not the school colors
1: um i'm gonna do um black i guess
0: i was gonna do white okay um finally pick a past best picture winner the hurt locker gone with the wind sound of music the shape of water mm. um, the only one that i genuinely really like is the sound of music
1: oh. gone with the wind is a flop <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just it's outdated sorry guys um I think I'm going to do... the first
0: blockbuster ever.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... You know how people say that Jaws is like the first summer blockbuster?
0: hmm
1: I'm going to count it as Jaws is the first one. Not the not okay. one. Um, I'm going to do... I also love The Sound of Music, but to pick a different one, I'm going to do Shape of Water.
0: Okay. <gasps> What's yours? I got Jojo Rabbit. Oh, period. A Brit-ly, brilliantly written dramedy that tells the story of a Nazi Germany from the eyes of a 10-year-old boy whose imaginary best friend is Hitler, portrayed by director Taika Waititi. You're distinguished by your clever dialogue, appealing aesthetics, I, I can agree with that one,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and your original story. Perhaps you'll be able to do what no satirical film has done in the recent years and win Best Picture. That's sweet. Cute. Yeah. Go off, Berkeley. Um
1: <laughs> I got um, Parasite. A breakout that, film from yeah. Korean. Yeah. From Korean director Moon. Oh, my God. Bong Joon-ho, focusing on the twisted relationship between the afflu- affluent—oh, my God, I cannot read right now—park family and—oh, my God. My eyes are really like blurry. Where was I? Okay, as well as the rest of the Kim family who try to become indispensable to the parks and, chaos, and the chaos that ensues, you've generated lots of buzz and excitement, even being hailed as one of the best films of the decade, and your thought-provoking nature and meaningful aesthetics elicit all kinds of responses. Okay.
0: That's very nice.
1: Yeah, thank you, Berkeley for that quiz. Anyways, okay, we also have another little pre-show thing to do. Um,
0: oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so... i having it in my notes, too. Well, before
1: we get to that, actually, um, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The, I think Spotify is just stars. So it goes five stars on Spotify. Um, it goes five
0: stars. Only yeah. five stars allowed.
1: Right. Um, and I think you can watch it. I thought the video version would be up last week. Was it up? No, right? I don't I'll know. I only
0: listen video. to it in my car or when I'm working. Oh, period.
1: Cool. If anyone has feedback about that, let me know because I have no idea if it worked. I should check later. Um, follow us on at our Hollywood on Instagram, at our Hollywood on TikTok, our Hollywood on YouTube, and our Hollywood on Letterboxd. Okay.
0: I need to Letterboxd. What? I did that. I updated Letterboxd because we had a big chunk that we missed, oh, but yeah. I need to do it again. Anyways, period. Um, into our next little segment, our personal, if we were the Academy, and we didn't do okay. this together. So, if I singularly was the Academy.
1: By myself. By, by yourself, myself. By
0: themselves. I, these are the movies I would nominate.
1: I'm very curious. Uh, some, wait, did you repeat any? Some of mine are still in the actual. Yeah. Same, yeah. Okay. 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 Um okay, go first. This is, this okay. Is the Wait, did you pick a winner also? I picked a winner.
0: I didn't pick a winner, but we can I can.
1: Okay, yeah, you should pick one.
0: Um, okay. I mean it's, I think we all know what I'm gonna pick. Okay, okay. <laughs> so okay, so I have okay. The humans, <laughs> which is something Oh. I, I'm going to explain this one because I remember I said I didn't like it on the podcast, but it was one of those movies where, like, I didn't really like it when I first watched it, but the more I thought about it, I was like, wait, kind of popped off. Mm
2: -hmm. So
0: I was like, that deserves a spot on my best picture list. Um, I have West Side Story and In the Heights in conjunction because it's like either one could make it for me. Like, I feel feel the same about both of them, but I wouldn't put two musicals in it. You know, like I gotta pick one. Oh, okay. Um, but I think I would say, hmm, no, I I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna okay. Leave it, you know? Um, <laughs> the French Dispatch, really? um, Belfast, the Eyes of Tammy Faye, and Red Rocket, and then yeah. you know how like the Oscars, like they put in that one movie that I'm like, everyone's like, did you actually watch that? The Academy, yeah. This is- that I haven't watched it, but I know I will like it when I do watch it. Tick, tick boom. <laughs> I am gonna watch it. Like I genuinely do. I just like I was I went through a hyperfixation when I was in elementary school about rent, which I know yeah. like why the fuck did I know what rent was in elementary school? But like I have emotions, so I have been putting it off, but I'm gonna do it this week. I told myself. Um, Good period and then my winner is obviously red rocket
1: oh okay period i haven't even seen that movie yet
0: it's so good it's like if you watch it you're gonna be like yeah this is a kim movie
1: okay (laughs) (laughs) um i we have some wait one two we have like four like overlapping ones um so i did spencer because i thought that was incredible I, I also awesome. I did West Side Story. Also, these
0: are only ones that we like watched, pretty much.
1: Yeah, we that we watched, and that we we also went by the Oscars, um, like deadlines. Yeah. Just for the rules. Um, so I also did West Side Story. Um, I did The French Dispatch. I cannot. I don't even. How did that happen?
0: Such a snub. Like I'm. I think I'm like I genuinely think it is one of the better Wes Anderson movies that he's put out recently. It's too. my
1: favorite one. Yeah. I just whatever anyways um tick tick boom loved it drive my car and the eyes of tammy faye and i think well okay also
0: eyes of tammy faye huh i didn't know you watched eyes of tammy faye oh
1: i loved the eyes of tammy faye i just texted you about it
0: it was probably a long time ago
1: (laughs) probably um we know yeah i oh wait it's because i went through this weird phase where i was watching um Bi- biopics about women like i watched i Tanya, the eyes of tammy Faye and then like pam and tommy like in the same like three days oh so i don't know was...
0: what what's your winner
1: oh my winners drive my car and i'll get into my thoughts about that later but okay. i loved cool. that movie so much
0: There's two other movies that i saw on the list that got snubbed mm-hmm. um the first one i have heard a lot about um titane it's about a woman oh, who yeah. has a titanium plate Fit in her head embarks on a bizarre journey involving her fetish for cars. I did not know that. <laughs> the I haven't
2: seen out, it yet, but um, I've heard
0: so many things about it. Like people are like too. obsessed with it.
2: It's
1: on Hulu.
0: Really? Yeah, it looks cool. Like just off. I of the heard.
1: Day. I heard it's um, also graphic. Yeah. In terms of that's all the, the car.
0: questions. Is Titan gross? Is Titan graphic? <laughs> But yeah, I, every person that I know that's seen it is like, "This is the best movie ever." Really? Not ever, but like it's. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just being dramatic. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and another one. I don't know if this was a best picture one, but I saw it on the list. I think it's for best actress. I think that they okay. said, but I do think it's an interesting movie to bring up called Passing, and it's about um. I didn't know. Oh, episode. Yeah. Um. It's about a woman who is a white passing, like, yeah. pre... I mean, when segregation was happening.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and something... I started watching it. I had to finish it. But I think it's really interesting that it's all in black and white. And, like, I just well, feel like uh, the premise and, like, the stylistic choices, like, it would make sense. But I think we'll get into this later. But I think the Academy does play it safe.
2: Mm-hmm. And, like,
0: which is weird because they've been criticized so heavily in the past couple of years yeah. to like have some growth and like you know.
1: Wait, also yeah. speaking of movies that are or should be in black and white. Okay, so I before I had seen Nightmare Alley, um I saw that Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro was doing like a like a screening of Nightmare Alley at the Egyptian theater, I think. Um, but it was on film and in black and white. And when I was watching Thanks the movie that. Yeah, when I was watching the movie I was like I wish this was in black and white cuz I feel like the digital makes it it doesn't fit the vibe.
0: Belfast is in black and white for the most Damn. part.
1: Some black and white movies deserve it, some black and white movies don't. Like in in terms of now cuz it's a stylistic choice but I'm like sometimes you don't I'm like this black and white is adding nothing.
0: Yeah, I'll get I'll get into Belfast cuz okay, it's period. very I'll, I'll I'll save it. Um okay, okay. anyways, let's go to our ad break and we'll okay. see you in a second. Okay, bye guys. <laughs> Welcome back from our (laughs) ad break. Now we will be going. Did you put it in like alphabetical order?
1: No, they're they're in the order that they're on the um academy website.
0: Okay, cool. So So, we're going off of
1: their standards, I guess.
0: I mean, we're not going too far off of what I was saying before the ad break, but we're gonna talk about Belfast first.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: Daniel didn't watch this, but I did. Which we will like say who watched it and who didn't um, when we get to it. But it was directed and written by Kenneth brah brah
1: <laughs> Braun? I think it's just Braun.
0: Braun. Well, because you know Nicholas Braun, yeah. it, it's spelled differently. It's spelled
1: oh wait like Braun. how you would
0: think it would be spelled. Bernard. Wait.
1: Oh wait. There's another A. Bernard. 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 Kenneth Bernard.
0: I also don't have my glasses on, and my computer's a little far away from me, so I can't really. Why do you just pull like phone?
2: I don't.
0: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, go. So it's a semi-autobiographical film which chronicles the life of a working-class family and their young son's childhood during the tumult of the late 1960s in the, in Northern Ireland capital, starring Katerina Balfi, Balf, Judy Dench, Damie Dornan, Syrian Hins, Colin Morgan, Josie Walker, Judith Hill. Um, cinematography by Harris... I'm so sorry to this man. <laughs> zam zamba zambar Lucos.
1: okay wait also when i was doing this i just want to point out that obviously like there's like hundreds of important roles that go into a movie and none of them should go like under ignored but we can't if we sit here and, and mention every like the sound design and the score and like every single one of those things right now we just won't have time to talk about anything else um So I put these down because I feel like these are the ones that we sometimes talk about more like cinematography and acting um, and then directing and writing just because I feel like those are the ones we focus on, even though.
0: Yeah. Um, I do think, okay, this is my favorite movie out of all these. Period. Which I think is kind of shocking because I feel like you would think I would like other things more. I feel like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, And so – why i like... hold on let me just read my letterbox review because it basically sums up what i felt about it and i oh, wrote yeah, it I right after i review. watched it so it was raw um i, I was box. so emotional watching this movie i cried like almost cried like four times mm. anyways this is my letterbox review go follow me on letterboxd it's at Kimberly. Yeap. um i said I gave it four stars and I hearted it. I watched this movie only because I went to an event where the two actors were receiving awards and they talked about making the film so beautifully and how it meant to meant a lot to be a part of it because it was like semi-autobiographical from like the writer-director. Um, so I watched it and I was blown away. So many parts of the movie reminded me of my family and telling the story alongside the child made me remember so many memories from being around that age and how I saw the world. It was so beautiful, and I was blown away with how deeply I resonated with it. Well, this is a very, like, beautiful review I wrote. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if it was Oscar bait with the family drama, with the historical event backdrop, it got me in my feels.
1: Well, sometimes Oscar bait is
2: good.
0: Yeah, see, this is, okay, this is Oscar bait that was good. But the thing is, what I'm saying about Letterbox is, it is, like, shitted on on Letterbox. It has so yeah. many like shitty reviews on there and it's like people are like saying I mean I haven't this is my first movie from this director that I am aware of um, and people were like this sucks from him blah 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 sometimes oh. you don't need to do your passion project like basically that's along the lines so of that mean. and I'm like this is about his life what the fuck is wrong with you guys that's and so mean I know and you, like yeah, yeah.
1: that's that's like one of the cruelest comments ever.
0: Yeah, people were just like, "This is rude," like, "This is boring," like, blah, "Blah blah blah," and like, they just didn't like it. And I was like, "What the, what the fuck is going on?" Because like, it felt deeply personal. Yeah, like it genuinely did feel like you were looking at this family, like, in, like this is an actual family that existed, mm-hmm. which it probably the translates to his writing capabilities. You know, to be able to mm-hmm. capture that and then also direct it as well. Um, and then, like, the cast was so good. Like, the kid actor, Jude Hill, so good. I'm surprised that he didn't get nominated for Best Actor. Like, genuinely, he was, like, really uh-huh. good. And I know they submitted him. Um, and then also, Katarina Balfi, she plays the mom. Um, I don't know why she wasn't nominated instead of Judy Dench. I get Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench. Like, I get it. Like, she's an icon, but she was barely in the movie like Katarina Belfi was kind of like the heart of the story as the mom and I just like I love that he told it alongside of the child I think that was a great choice because it easily could have been about the parents it could have very easily been through that but I I think like especially like I mean we're always going through historical moments you know whether we're like conscious of it or not But like I think it's interesting to like See how A child might interpret their Surroundings
2: mm-hmm. And
0: like what their priorities are as a child While There's like crazy shit going on around yeah. them I don't know I just thought it was really interesting yeah. And it's not like a movie that I I, I you know, normally it would be a movie That I'd be like okay whatever Boring like mm-hmm. Oscar bait, Don't like it but it was good besides the fact that the fucking couple next to me in the movie theater was like literally audibly talking the entire time.
1: Oh my God. She
0: kept on asking questions and I was like, bro, save your questions till the fucking end. Why do people ask questions in the middle of the movie? Maybe it's a reason you don't know what's actually I going think, on.
1: I literally think it's because people are so used to watching movies at home, like on Netflix and just being able to talk that when yeah. you go to the theaters and you're talking, it makes me, oh my God, I went with my friend. I was okay, staring
0: fr- at them. I was like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Like shut this, up
1: full, full turn no loudly, literally full body seat. turn so they yeah.
0: could see me looking at them
1: i went no yeah. i went with my friends to a movie yesterday and like i love my friends but and if you guys are listening to this <laughs> like i'm sorry they would not like they were like making little comments and i was like so mad
0: like was, it's like, okay here and there to like whisper a little funny like right. every now and then but like throughout the whole movie
1: yeah Shut and also like read the room because like during spider-man everyone's being loud so i don't care mm-hmm. go for it throw your popcorn rocky horror i don't care but like this movie nobody was zogging. nobody which was it was kind of like it was x like it, it, i think it was supposed to be funny but nobody was laughing except us
0: um, so i was like oh you just got a really weird crowd
1: i did it was also ten thirty, so i don't know um oh, that's, but what that's i was gonna why. say that's <laughs> that's why it was also the, the amc at palm promenade um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, but um, what I was going to say was that how you were um, saying that like uh, historical events through the eyes of kids, also like Jojo Rabbit last year. Or, yeah, that's uh, what a lot saying. of
0: people compared it to. And I would, I would also compare it to Jojo Rabbit. It's just a little bit more, it's not a comedy. I mean, okay, there's like yeah. funny moments, but it's more like a family drama, if that makes sense. And I don't know, like, especially like the grandparents' relationships, Like, I was, like, oh, my God, this reminds me so much of my grandma and my poppy. So, maybe it was also, like, sentimental that way. (laughs) And that's why I hit different. But that's also, like, the beauty about, like, movies is, like, I could take something totally different than someone else. But I just don't think you need to be rude on Letterboxd. Like, you can make a little funny, like, a little funny joke. But, like. It's also
1: just, like, it's not that deep. And also, like, (laughs) this is our new era, but, like. If it's, like, you know that all clearly this was the director's, like, it means a lot to him. So to go on and be like, I hate this, and yeah. I this is why I hated it. It's just like, maybe, maybe save it. And go read watch what You do like
0: never yeah. read the room, like whatever, like write a shitty review for like a big blockbuster movie, whatever that has like Tom Cruise in it, whatever. But like this one extremely <laughs> that was extremely so personal. pointed. <laughs> so you know, like it, that's what I mean. Like read the room. on, yeah. like confused because like I don't know. Like
1: and it's not like the director cares. Like I don't think he's on Letterbox like scrolling trying to see what. If I people... was a director, I would be. On I, know would. I know you would. I know you would. I don't think because I. I yeah, what does I this game look
0: like? I don't even know what the
2: director.
1: I don't know.
0: He's definitely Kinda. well. He obviously he's Irish. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't gather that much. Yeah, I have no idea. Are you looking him up?
0: Yeah, he looks extremely Irish.
1: Oh, fair. Like that boxer. Kinda. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how I knew who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, because I don't even know his name, but I I have a mental Father image. McGregor. Of him. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, he! What he directed oh. Thor, the first one. Yeah, oh. he directed Thor. He directed the Cinderella. Oh. He directed Don. No, he didn't direct Dunkirk. That's Christopher Nolan.
2: Maybe he was. Involved? Oh, he's an
0: actor too. Oh, he's an actor. Oh. And a filmmaker.
1: Oh, king of talent. King, <laughs> king of multitasking.
0: I think he actually did direct Murder on the Orient Express, though, and Death on the Nile. He had a busy year. Um,
1: yeah, he did. Anyways. Belfast. That was Belfast. Um, I have to watch it. I got an email for like... That one's the Apple TV one, right? Oh, no. Just kidding. That's Coda. Never mind. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's Coda.
1: Anyways. So, do you think it was deserving of the nomination?
0: Yes. Period. I know it's not going to win, but I want it to.
1: Okay. Fair. <laughs> okay, next.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm like so... Yeah, he did direct Thor. How interesting. And Cinderella. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Artemis nope. Fowl. What the heck?
1: Cinderella, the one with Helena Bonham Carter as the godmother. That one? The live action one?
0: If Lily James was Cinderella, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: I forgot the name of that girl. So I was I like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pamela Anderson.
1: <laughs> yeah, the one with Pamela Anderson. Okay. Um,
0: Coda. Coda. You didn't watch this one, right?
1: No, I was literally about to, and then I just didn't have time. I feel that. But I activated okay. my Apple free trial, so I'll watch it today.
0: Okay. So, Coda is directed by Cian Header. Cian? Cian. So sorry. Oh. Cien and Cien. it was also directed by or written by them and also a couple other people Victoria Bedos, Stan. Oh my God, these people have memes. <laughs> <laughs> Stan uh, Islas. <laughs> Look it up, please. Look it up. Um, Ruby is the only hearing member of her deaf family from Gloucester, Gloucester, Massachusetts. At 17, she works the mornings before school to help her parents and her brother keep their fishing business afloat. But in joining in her high school's choir's choir club, Ruby finds herself drawn to her, both her duet partner and her Latin pa- passion for singing. Starring... Amelia Jones, Eugenio Derbez, Troy Kotsur, Frieda Wals, God <laughs> damn, <laughs> Daniel Durant, Marley <laughs> Martin, Matt Madlin. Cinematography by Paula Hudobro. Is that a woman cinematographer? I think so. Period. Is this a woman director? Come on.
1: I don't know. See
0: okay, so my thoughts about Coda. It's nothing that you haven't seen before, like plot-wise, okay. but the family that you're experiencing the plot with is is not, I guess, unique because it's not a really like a predominant family you see on screen. So I think that's important. So basically, like the plot that I'm saying is like it's, I'm not living your dream, Dad. I'm gonna choose my dream, or whatever the hell Chord Bolton says. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, yeah. Um, oh, it is a female director. Oh, we love that. Okay, we love a female director cinematography duo. That definitely makes it better for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I will admit that openly. Um, I think okay. the cast is great, especially Troy, who plays the dad. It's just like funny, and I think it's like a uh, because you know how, like, in movies, the parents like. They never seem to actually like each other. Yeah. I think it's always refreshing when we see the parents of the kid actually like each other and have, like, sex drive and, like, are funny together. Yeah. So I appreciated that. And, like, seeing a family dynamic that I have never been exposed to. Um, So CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adults. Um, that's what coda sounds for. Um, I didn't know that so I thought it was I would share the information um, and it's just very sweet it's it's nothing crazy but I get why it's nominated and I'm really glad that it's nominated so it exposes more people to this storyline but yeah, I liked it. I don't I really have also, much to say about it.
1: I also like how much um, like representation we got um, of like sign language and film like where it's like represented on screen and so there's captions below it
2: mm-hmm.
1: like we got it in Eternals we got it a little bit of it in Drive My Car um mm-hmm. and then this movie it's like a, a big chunk of the movie um but I just thought that was cool
0: yeah it's, like, in I, so I many think of the it's movies, like especially because I I mean I'm not deaf so I don't know yeah. but like I bet you like going to the movies isn't like a fun experience you yeah. know and even Troy he was also at that event I was talking about and he was talking about like why he went in to be an actor and like he saw I don't know if he saw the lady who plays his wife in the movie I think she was an act like a she's like a kind of a distinguished actor and I don't know if he saw her in a movie and was like oh I can't be an actor because I see these people so like that's why like I'm glad that we're seeing more, more movies with people um with different types of disabilities yeah. on the forefront because uh, acting shouldn't be only for like able-bodied people you know like it especially like when we're coming down on like diversity you know we always want diversity but like also why wouldn't we just give it to a person that actually is this you know like
1: and also like acting is more than just your like voice the sound that comes out of your mouth it's more than that it's like those TikToks where it's like best acting performances and it's like men yelling
0: yeah. And that's what that's what Troy was saying. He was like, you know, even with sign language like there's di- in different like you know how like people have different accents in different parts of the world. Yeah. He was saying that um in sign language is like the same thing. So he's like I had to learn like a different type of sign language and had to come up with different things cuz he's like he's like a fisher in the movie. yeah like, they have a fishing business and he's like I've never fished before. Like I still had to like learn stuff and like put myself in someone else's shoes like it's like he was like (coughs) and i guess like yeah like i guess people don't think about it like that
2: yeah and
1: also like movies like with eternals where it's more of that i guess that one a marvel movie is more focused like for for a younger audience then you're gonna get Mm -hmm. kids who are gonna see that and be like i want to learn Sign language.
0: Yeah. And 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 the actress, Amelia, she was saying, like, how they've been having screenings and she's been going to them and, like, she'll have, like, people that are CODAs, like, come up to her. It's so cute. And she was, like, they were, like, saying, like, thank you so much for, like, the representation. Like, Uh it's, like, so refreshing to see my family on the screen and be able to, like, finally relate to that. Because, yeah, there's, like, not really any representation of this type of family. So I thought that was... I'm always you know rooting for that for people Here. to be able to see themselves on the screen yeah how oh, sweet Here, It's sweet.
1: apple apple plus or apple tv apple tv apple tv um don't look up directed by adam mckay written by adam mckay and david sirota i like how i got the the, the one where it's the easiest names to read um yeah two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, um, and cinematography by Linus Sandgren. I got through that scot-free, but wait till we get to drive my car and I'm not going to be able to pronounce those. Um, I, th- you I
0: didn't, didn't watch, watch this movie. one. No. Okay. I kind of refuse to.
2: I don't think, I think it's like
0: cuz i have climate anxiety already so oh, yeah. i don't need to watch this movie i feel like it's for <laughs> climate anxiety so be like adam McKay is like wake up see but, but no also, i'm well aware what's going on <laughs> but also
1: like people who um are like people who don't believe in climate change are not going to watch this movie yeah so that's exactly. why i'm like it's kind of like a little bit pointless yeah because it's clearly directed towards like more like like liberal. Yeah, people, the way they
0: marketed like it was weird. I feel like they yeah. could have easily because he Adam McKay's behind like The Big Short and yeah. other movies like that, which I feel like would have a bigger like I don't believe in climate change audience. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why they marketed it towards. Maybe it's because it was on Netflix.
1: Maybe I don't know. But it, I thought it, it was had, weird. Like,
0: I was like, so you don't actually care about the cause. You just wanted to make a movie about it.
1: No, I think they did. Well, okay. I'll tell you my thoughts about it. So I, I saw this in a theater because they were doing like theater screenings the weekend it came out. Um, and the person I was with fell asleep. So that tells you that. <laughs> it is but long. It, it's so long. It's so long.
0: And um, most of these movies are long, but it doesn't feel long.
1: Yeah, I will say, I didn't hate it. I don't get why it got so much hate. Like, uh, like it's... I, I uh, Climate I try- deniers. Me trying not to be a hater. No, 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 it wasn't even climate deniers. It was just people that were like, this is a bad movie. But, like, the acting was great. Like, th- this cast is great. Every yeah. single one of these actors did so good, especially Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill together. Like, as a comedic, like, they were essentially playing riffs of Donald Trump and, like, his kids. And... um. I just thought it was really funny, but it's also like I laughed maybe like twice. So I don't know. It, it definitely feels like this was Hollywood like patting themselves on the back, being like, "Yeah, see, we do believe in climate change." Um, so I don't think it was an awful movie. Um, sure, it got nominated, but there's no way it's gonna win. If it wins, imagine the chaos. If this movie wins, I don't
0: think it. I don't. I, it's not going I don't, to. I don't think so. I think there's, there's like no way. three actual nominees, you know, or three to four. Always.
1: There's yeah. always only three actual nominees. And then
0: like the rest are just her funsies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just so they can put Oscar nominated picture. Yeah. On their promo. Um, that's all I literally have nothing else to say about that movie. That's it.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh,
1: but I have a lot to say about the next one. Um, Drive My Car, directed by. Okay, I'm. Oh God, this is not going to go well. But I uh, apologize for my butchering. I'm a stupid American, and everybody knows that. Okay, directed by Ryusuke Hamaguchi, written I think by. You
0: could just. Are you gonna? Okay. Yeah,
1: I am. Written by Haruki Murakami, who wrote the short story that this. Um, or it's like a bunch of short stories, um. Oh. that they based this movie on and I guess it was also written by the director as well and then Takamasa Oe, I don't know if I pronounced any of that I
0: think right. he did decent
1: okay let me know in the comments below if I, how I did this. <laughs> Um, an aging widowed actor seeks a chauffeur the actor turns to his go-to mechanic who ends up recommending a 20 year old girl that's not what I thought the plot was that's not how I would have just described it
0: but how would you describe the plot? Right?
1: Okay, yeah, I don't like that. I didn't even read it when I copied and pasted it. Um, so it's about this guy. Also, I didn't know what the movie was really about when I went into it. I just kind of started watching it. Um, and I was kind of shocked about, like, there was a, there's, I don't, I don't know if I would call them twists. Because they're not meant to be, like, shocking twists. It's just, like, a development in the story. But I was just like, oh, I was not expecting it to go that way. But essentially, it's about this guy. Um, and he's an actor. And he's married to the, his, his uh, wife is, a, like, a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they have already like a weird relationship. And then one day he catches her in bed with another guy. Um, he's like supposed to be, he's like, he, his flight got canceled. So he got back home. He caught her cheating on him. And then he like just goes to a hotel and pretends he didn't see it. Um, and the, the, oh, the thing about her is that she, the way for her to get ideas would be like during sex. She would get like um, story ideas. And so She would like tell them to him, and he would recite them back to her, and then she would write it, and then sell them, and that's how she became like a a screenwriter. Um, and so
0: okay,
1: whatever. To remember the thing about her cheating on him, I'm about to just describe the entire plot of the movie, um, but not the spoiler because obviously. But um, so then he is obviously struggling with that, and the relationship becomes a little bit strained, and then their daughter passes. I think it was their daughter. It, was, it happened so quick that I was like, oh, what happened here? Um, but I think their daughter passes away, and they kind of, like, never recovered from that. Um, and then one day, oh, he, like, leaves for work, and she's like, when you get back, we need to talk. And he's like, okay, period. So he comes back, and he finds her on the floor, and she's dead. This is all in the first 30 minutes, by the way. Like, this is, like, the setup for it. Like, I don't even think the credits are, like, or the title screen comes into, like, kind of, like, fresh, where it came in, like, 40 minutes in. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Um,
0: I love that. And,
1: yeah, and so the uh, his wife passes away, and then he's putting on a this like the rest of the movie. He's putting on a uh, like a Chekhov, or is that how you say Chekhov? Like Anton, like Chekhov's gun. Chekhov? Chekhov? I don't
0: know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> the writer Anton Chekhov. Chekhov.
0: I don't Hold know on. that writer.
1: Um, <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Because this is like, this is like something we need to know. Like this is like essential. Hold on. Like, Chekhov's gun is a thing that, like, if you put a gun on the wall... Well, it's like a writer's thing. If you put a gun on the wall, you have to... Yeah, I was like, out. you're
0: asking the wrong person. Like, I literally hate writing <laughs> anything besides, Chekhov's like, guy. what I do for my job because that's easy. Not easy, but it's is a Germ- funner who, oh God. for me.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Anton Chekhov. I don't know. Whatever. He's, he's a, a Russian playwright. Anyways, so the guy's putting on a play by him and what he's doing is he's it's like a kind of like an experiment it's like artsy and so every I single character
0: describing the whole plot
1: no, no no i'm not gonna i'm just this is okay. literally just like the first like hour um okay. like the setup for the movie so every actor and every character in the play speaks a different language and so are different um well one of them speaks english i think but then the other ones are different languages like in asia like one of them speaks um korean um i don't remember mandarin i think is one of the other ones um and so they don't understand what they're saying to each other so they have to like memorize like i don't know but it was cool and so one of the guys the guy that he casts as the role that he would usually play is the guy that his wife was cheating on him with and so he's like putting on this play and then also he had like an eye thing so they were like we can't let you drive so we're going to give you a driver to drive you to and from the hotel that's like non-negotiable like someone's going to drive your car and um the car is like this, i don't even know anything about cars but it's like this beautiful red car um and it like that's like one of the main things in the movie obviously because it's called drive my car um and like how the imagery and like what that car means through the course of the movie is so good and the the girl who's like driving his car is like one of my i think she was my favorite character in the whole movie do you want it no you need to watch it okay because i almost pulled the ending i was literally the last five minutes just crying just crying. But anyways, I loved this movie so much. It I guess this is based off a bunch of different short stories and they kind of combined them um mm-hmm. into like one narrative. Um but I just love this because it was basically about like making like your relationships with other people and what different people used to bond. So like his wife, the way she would bond, and also um the guy that she was cheating on him with, they kind of use would use sex to like bond with other people like especially the guy like he would he like there's this one part where um he he hooks up with another girl that's in the play and the main guy he's like me not knowing any of the characters names period and the main guy he's like um so why were you like with her and he's like oh i just was like comforting her and he's like you don't even speak the same language and i was like (laughs) and so and then the the um the girl who's driving she would she likes like the car driving is like something that's like what her purpose was that's what she thought her purpose was um and that's how she would bond with the guy like when they were driving in the car and like where he even where he's sitting you're like period like you can see how their relationship shifts throughout the movie um i love this movie so much i think this is the one i want to win i don't know if it's going to though i don't think it is but i would want this one to win and you don't feel the three hours it's literally three hours long but you don't yeah
0: no literally three hours long that's why I was like, I'm going to save this one until the last, and then yeah. I ended up having time to it's watch
1: like, it. It's daunting when you look at the three hours, and you're like, oh my god. But it it, it the pacing is so good, and I don't I, I was never bored. Okay. Um, but there's also a lot of themes of grief, so that's why I was like, Kim, I don't know if we've <laughs> talked about that on the podcast yeah, before. I
0: feel like I can watch it
1: now. Oh, wait. I'm going to read the quote. I wrote this in my letterbox, but there was a quote. Was-
0: yeah, I need to watch it now because the anniversary is coming up, like, in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, but it's a, it's like a positive way of looking at grief Okay. Well, anyway, he said this at the end of the movie and I was literally crying. This is when I started crying and then I just kept crying until the credits were rolling. But he said, those who survive, keep thinking about the dead and we must keep on living. And I was like, I was just laying in bed crying,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's so good. I'm already then,
0: crying. I'm like,
1: no, I'm not even kidding. The like, last three minutes, like literally one of my, I'm going to remember those scenes for the rest of my life. It's so good. Aww. Okay, love
0: it. I'm going to watch it.
1: Yeah, anyone who's listening, if you're like, I don't know, like, it is a foreign film, so you will have to actually pay attention and look at the screen or you won't know what's happening. Um, yeah. but it's on HBO Max
0: yeah I think I was like trying to watch it but I was in that mindset where I'm like I literally just want to watch like 30 second TikToks I can't right now
1: no me with like n- like some of these other movies were the en- the ones that were in English I was like I can multitask yeah <laughs> I don't need to fully pay attention right now but drive my car I had to pay attention and-
0: that's why I like watching foreign movies because I lit. you literally have to pay attention
1: you literally have to be looking at the screen you cannot look away from the screen yeah anyways I love this movie everyone go watch it next <laughs> Dune. the next one dune oh.
0: directed by denny Velenu. new period by denny Velenu and john bites <laughs> eric roth
1: wait is it actually is that really how you say his name Den- denny, denny
0: yeah oh at least that's how timothy chalamet says it then then
1: we, then that's how it's said he <laughs>
0: didn't <laughs> yeah i i all of my like boundaries with language is through Timothy Chalamet. I agree. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting? He didn't get directed. I mean, he didn't get nominated for Best Director. I thought that was interesting.
1: I would have preferred that than this one, I think.
0: Preferred what? Wait,
1: <laughs> that sentence did not give yeah. anything. I would have rather had to do nominated for Best Director than for Best Picture. Unpopular opinion.
0: I think that makes sense. I think it's interesting that he didn't get nominated for yeah best director and then you said something that didn't make sense oh
1: yeah no but what okay um to make it make sense more clearly yeah um what i was gonna say is that i think what stood out for me from this movie was the direction and the cinematography not so much the story itself
0: what do you think they consider when they're picking best picture nominees are they Um, looking like at the big picture like literally just thinking about what am I vibing with right now? Yeah,
1: I, think the, what do you I think? think the academy goes, what am I vibing with right now? I think those old men just look at them and they're like, what that?" Do you vibe? think they
0: actually do? Because I've heard stories of like people in the academy, they just make their assistants or like their children do it for them.
1: I have zero... I'm not even kidding. I have zero clues, zero it's insight. it's so like, I,
0: secretive. And I think that's weird that it's secretive. That is weird. What's Anyways. Um... <laughs> We have we talked about yeah we've talked about how we felt about this movie.
1: Yeah but that was in my hater era. So I can
0: Okay. I, Do you want to know. reclaim <laughs> is, your review?
1: Um I don't know but I think I was too harsh on it. Um I think obviously it has great elements and everyone loved it but I think for me I I, I don't know why but I don't like I'm not super into like s- serious space dramas. I want silly okay. space dramas. Like I like yeah. I can handle the Star Wars like ridiculous like creatures like the Mandalorian Baby Yoda like that's fine for me because I'm like that's we I don't think we have we fully have a grasp of what space is whatever
0: because it's like fantasy at that point and I know like science yeah. fiction is a fantasy but like you know you know even though
1: I do think Dune has really good themes like it's about like classism and like all this kind of, like there are a lot of really good themes there yeah yeah but it was just too long and at times I do think it was a little bit pretentious um but we love. Rebecca, like for movies reason, that we take something
0: seriously. Yeah, but the cat- I feel like that's that- the reputation that a lot of best picture movies have, yep. and it's like, is that really what we think represents cinema? Is only like the things that take itself really seriously? Yep. And I think that's the issue I have—not issue, but like one of the critiques I have—a qualm. Of, a qualm I have. Remember when I was saying that like a million yep. times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the thing that I have with it because I I think like there's a lot of good movies, but are all these representative of like what? Because it is an American award show. Is this representative of what America is like f- feeling right now? I guess Dune is kind of like the themes of it about. are yeah. relevant now. But I just feel like not enough happened for to make it. Yeah.
1: But then also, like, do the does the Academy nominate sequels? Like, is that a thing that happens? Like, yeah, Doom
0: Part Two, Godfather, but... right? I'm sure oh, duh. has been nominated. Right. I, I don't oh. think it has to do with like sequels and stuff. I just wonder why. I just want to know why. They <laughs> yeah,
1: just... like, like, you know, I'm not like?
0: saying it's like a bad movie. I just, it's not my cup of tea. Like, I don't yeah. love science fiction. People loved
1: it. People loved
0: it. Yeah, and but I do think the people that loved it had the context of the book and they could see where the story was going and that's what excited them. But like for like people like me, it's like, yeah, it was good. But like, would I say it's a best picture? No.
1: And we're still going to watch the next one.
0: Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to watch the next one. A hundred percent. There's three. God damn.
1: I think there's three. Wait, have you heard the, or no, maybe, maybe there's only two, but have you heard the casting rumors? No. Awesome. Butler might be in it allegedly Fuck yeah gonna play a villain.
0: Um, yeah well i, I think, love I think
1: harry styles yeah. and Austin butler up for that same role but i think austin butler think, please yeah austin. i think they're considering Austin butler because i think he, it's gonna be like right after elvis comes that out That
0: so. yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like he's probably good in elvis so he's probably gonna get a lot more roles yeah i would get so excited when like people that i love finally get like their breakout role for like the yeah. a-list people yeah, 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 And then you see them in way more things that they deserve to be in. Period. I love Austin Butler. I've been a fan. I've been a stan since <laughs> Zoe 101. Um, <laughs> and Vanessa yeah, Hudgens. And, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anything else about Dune? We, we've talked about it before, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean... Shrug.
1: Yeah. Not for us. Yeah. Anyways. King Richard. <laughs> directed by... Reynaldo Marcus Green, written by Zach Balin. Um, it's a look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams, um, who was played by Will Smith. Um, and then there's like a, a huge cast because it, like it, it's a specific part of their lives, but it kind of goes through how, whatever, how they got to where they are now um, and how their father is kind of the reason that they are where they are now here's the thing I'm it's, just,
0: not... it's just so will smith can get his oscar
1: that's what i'm okay that's okay i'm i don't like sport biopics i it's just like i don't have you care. ever watched
0: the one about um the tennis player billy jean with emma no. stone she plays billy jean i feel like no. you would like that one but i think okay. it's also because it's like a queer story along Maybe. with the sports stuff well yeah because i liked it you should I-20. watch that
1: i tanya is technically a sport a sports biopic i guess but, uh,
0: the ones we just mentioned are about women so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so but, is King Richard, even though the makeup is about venus and serena
0: but is anybody talking about the no. venus and serena no they're all talking about will smith because i i and i don't want to discount these young actresses because they were very good too and the only reason he would be able to like receive best actors because of the relationship yeah. he created on screen with these um, child actors. And this, uh, well, the one that plays Venus, I don't remember which one have plays put Venus. I do who
1: played who, what because I just kind of put the names.
0: But she was at the award that I was talking about. Yeah. And she's only 15 years old.
1: Yeah, they're super young and they were good. They were good in the movie.
0: Yeah. And she's been in so many other things. She was in Fences she was like she's worked with like big people so i think she's gonna be someone to like look out for um but i do think this was just in order for will smith to get his oscar which is like like, how the revenant was for leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) to get his oscar yeah you know
1: i think will smith has put in his um he's clocked his hours i think if this is the one that gets him the oscar i don't know who's up for best actor i don't know who the other ones are but if this is the one that gets to him i am more than down for that because i love will smith um, the, the tennis
0: movie-, movie I'm talking about is called Battle of the Sexes and has Steve Carell in oh,
1: it oh hold on I think I have seen this movie
0: it's good
1: But I'm gonna add it it's to my good. list right now and, um, but yeah it was just uh, it was also interesting to see how like uh, not aggressive like how tough he was on them and I don't uh, like obviously like that got them to a super successful point But But I do think
0: that's why a lot of young athletes have mental health issues. Yeah. Like what we're seeing with the Olympics and stuff. I just think it's like weird timing to be like putting out this type. And I'm not saying like this means like Richard Williams is a bad father at all. No, he wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't a good father. That's just the way he like expressed his love to them was to make them the best as they could be. And I do think it's an interesting thing, especially because I feel like generational trauma was like a big theme also recently with movies um and it but like did they i didn't watch the movie so like did they get into how it affected venus and serena the way a little
1: bit well so the okay i also didn't know i don't remember i watched this like right when it came out so i don't really remember who was playing what part but there was a part where he was focusing on one of the sisters a lot and was like she's gonna be like the star and then the other one was kind of feeling left out so she was kind of rebelling a little bit because mm-hmm. she was like well i'm being ignored by my dad but then the dad goes her and was like um, this I don't remember which one was which but she was like um, this sister is going to be like a great tennis player but you're going to be like the best athlete of all time and I was like what and, but this was like actually <laughs> things he said to them and I was like I don't know it's just I don't know it would feel weird to no I don't want to get into the parenting styles but I'm just going to talk about the movie itself but I, I I did enjoy it wait let me read what I put about it on letterbox I think I put like I, I don't usually like sport um, biopics but I liked this one
0: I'm sure it's a good movie, and it was a good I movie. and like it is interesting to see how like like it could have been easier to like maybe focus on Venus and Serena, yeah. but like I I mean it makes sense why they didn't because their dad is what built the foundation yeah to yeah. their thing. So I think it's interesting and like you know give Will Smith the Oscar <laughs> just, yeah, just but it's
1: also and it's also cool to see a movie about um two of the most successful like um black female athletes ever. Yeah ever 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 yeah. ever um so I, I don't know i love them in real life i love venice's Zerina williams i think they're so cool um yeah
0: i think they're really great role models yeah. for like people so I mean, it's worth a watch
1: I, don't, I like i i do think this one is worth a watch it's on hbo max too so or actually i don't know because they it, it was one they were doing that theater rollout thing so i don't know if it's still on there but it's worth a watch
0: Anyways. I respectfully will not watch it. Okay. <laughs> respectfully, okay. though.
1: Okay, okay. Anyways, Licorice Pizza. Directed and written by Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, well, Written and directed by. Yeah, come on, writer and director. Um, <laughs> Alana Kane and Gary Valentine grow up, run around, and fall in love in California's San Fernando Valley in the 90s. Is 19th that
0: really what the Samamsas is?
1: Yeah, that, that's what I cut and pasted from Google. Mm-mm. Starring from Alana Haim. I don't remember who it was IMDb. I think it was IMDb. Alana Haim, Cooper Ka-Hoffman, Sean Penn, Tom Waits, Bradley Cooper, Benny Safdie. Cinematography by Paul Thomas Anderson and Michael Bauman. I have nothing else to say about this movie that we haven't said already, honestly. Yeah.
0: I love the aesthetic of this movie, though. Yeah. Cinematography popped off as well. Do you
1: think it deserved um, Best Picture nomination?
0: It makes sense, yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: And let's move on. i really have nothing else to say about it i really don't like
0: go on tiktok if you want to hear more opinions about it all right
1: yeah uh, yeah scroll through letterboxd for a couple hours and you'll find the opinions you want um nightmare alley directed by Guillermo del toro written by Guillermo del toro kim morgan and william Lindsay grant gray what Gresham. gresham
0: gresham gresham
1: An ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychologist who is even more dangerous than he. Is. <laughs> Starring Bradley Cooper, Rooney Mara, Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, um, a bunch of other people, and cinematography by Dan Loes.
0: So this is how I'm going to describe this movie to you. Okay. Okay. The consequences of my own actions <laughs> is how I would describe this. Movie. Yeah. It yeah. literally is. I'm like. I'm like. And I, I mean, I liked it general, like overall. But I'm just like, okay, fuck. Like we get it. Like men are evil. People are evil.
1: A lot it's of the, bad. The lot of the <laughs> themes, <laughs> like the power of the dog, was also like men are evil. Yeah. But okay, here's what I'll say. Well, did you know it was a remake? I didn't.
0: Yeah. I didn't and know until I looked it up. Yeah. And the original movie is based off a book, yeah.
1: But what I did think was interesting is, that Guillermo del Toro is, like, super well-known for, like, his, like, creature features and, like, putting monsters and paranormal things in his movies. So I was waiting for it this entire time. I was literally sitting there, and I was like, is there, like, a monster in this? And no, there wasn't. And I guess what he was trying to say is all monsters yeah, are human. Yeah, because
0: it it could have been the guy that bit off the chicken in the beginning. Because, like, there was not really a purpose for him. And you would no, think because it was him. like, the...
1: Or like it was supposed to be like that's where he ended up.
0: Oh yeah,
1: that's where they they started with that and ended up with that. It was like a little cycle.
0: Yeah.
1: He, like he, at the beginning, we see it and we're like, oh my god, look at that like person who is like um, who's uh, not well. Yeah, who's not well and who has like um primal like I don't know reactions, and then we see like what they why they're actually in that position, and we see him leave that man. To die. Yeah, but
0: do you think that men that watch this movie would get that?
1: Um, I don't think men are watching this movie. <laughs> <I don't think
0: laughs> the that. men that already know that are watching this movie, I guess. Yeah, there uh, we go. Who yeah, is the average Guillermo del Toro stand? Do you think? What does what does this person look like? Like
1: a little? <laughs> Wait, I don't know where I was going with that.
0: Just like a, just
2: like a,
1: like a, like a hot topic employee that has two dollars in a dream and wants to make scary movies. I the average Guillermo del Toro stan is. I love Guillermo del Toro so much. I'm such a stan of him.
0: But why did you say they're little? I don't know
1: because I was going somewhere with that, but then like I got like confused and I was like, wait, I don't know where I'm going with that.
0: How I started off my letterbox review for this was. Guillermo del Toro's The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Can I still stand by that?
1: Okay. Oh, wait. I was talking to Kim about this, and I was like, okay, Bradley Cooper, stop listening right now. But <laughs> we um, still love you. But. Yeah, I, I do. I really think Bradley Cooper is such a good actor. I don't think
0: yeah. he, he should have been this character. Oh, yeah. You should, Yeah, explain that to me. So,
1: okay, so the whole point of that character is that he's kind of taking advantage of um, – people like grieving people and like well it's also okay i've always thought psychics were interesting especially people who fake to be psychics because it's like on one hand yeah you're lying to these people and you're taking their money but also you're like in a sick twisted way you're giving them like a shred of belief that like they did talk to their person like or like the side the side the side um that they did talk to someone whatever in the afterlife um but then it also shows how that doesn't always go the way you planned. With the lady that like kills herself, he took and her it husband. so
0: far. Why did he need to bring Rooney Mara into this? He literally just kept
1: going and going and get it kept getting. It's the greatest more showman. It's like yeah. it's
0: literally the greatest showman. It's the but greatest showman you said without, that you you should have been younger.
1: I do think he should have been younger because I think it would have sold the um sort of the like the greed and the like just thinking that everything's gonna go your way always. I think it would have sold that a little bit more. Cause there were times where I was like, I don't know, but I just feel like Bradley Cooper's a little um older than I would have. Like, okay, it's I, I don't know if it was because I was thinking of the greatest Showman, But like, uh, someone like Zac Efron's age for Zac Efron's like way younger, right? He's like in
0: his thirties,
1: like early thirties or like late twenties. Yeah. I think would have, would have, I would have liked this character to, to be that.
0: Yeah, it could have been a more interesting take because we've seen like this type of yeah. character before. But I don't feel like, like I feel like Guillermo de Toro normally goes with older.
1: Actors. He does.
0: Which but is maybe it's like, just like yeah. maybe it's just like a trademark of him.
1: Well also Crimson Peak was young people. I don't know.
0: I don't even know what Crimson Peak is.
1: With Tom Middleton?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't know a thing. Okay,
1: period. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I liked it but also I am uh,
0: not the average gambling tourist to I not, like I his movies, but like I'm not like a fanboy.
1: And Pan's Labyrinth is also a child, the main character. So maybe he just oh, all yeah. lo- he's all over the place. He likes a little bit of everything.
2: Hmm.
1: Also, did you know he, ha- he has a house where it's just like um like collectibles.
0: That's like what I house, would do with my money if I was rich.
1: Truly, same. I've literally shown people like he has a tour on YouTube, and I literally will, I'm like this. Is, I'm gonna do this. I'm I'll literally gonna do it. this. He has like a life size um like a, like a Reagan from The Exorcist like a statue of her. It's so cool. I mean, I'll send it to he you. He seems after.
0: like such an interesting guy. Like, I would have yeah. dinner with him and just make oh, him really talk the whole you. time.
2: Oh, yeah. Because I, I genuinely
0: nothing. think he's really... And he's he seems very, very kind. Like, he doesn't yeah. seem, like, very full of himself. And, like, that's not something you can say about a lot of Oscar-nominated, like, direct, or Oscar... I think he already had an Oscar. Yeah, he, um, he won Shrip of Water. Yeah, so, like... Yeah. I feel like a lot of directors that are in that high echelon is is, if that's the right word like i feel like a lot of times they can get like very like yeah pretentious and like a like my work is art and like it is art but like you don't need to be pretentious about it he like genuinely has connection and he just seems like he's still having fun that's what i mean like he's still having fun and he still loves it because it is film you know like how i fell in love with sebastian Stan recently because he was like <laughs> he was talking about acting I was like see this is the type yeah. of like energy we need to have
1: okay yeah yeah um, right. wait, what was I gonna say? oh the other thing that I was gonna say is that I love movie set like in this era and yeah. like the backdrop of like a carnival and I'm, like, we're never getting, like, the last time we got this was, like, in 2016 with, like, American Horror Story. So, it's not a, a like, it's a very rare occurrence to get a movie set in this time period because it's expensive. And it's, like, how many stories can you really tell with these characters? Um, so, I was grateful for that. So, I was, like, you know what? Fair. I didn't think it was going to get nominated, though. I really didn't. I was shocked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the inter- more interesting ones that got nominated. Because it could easily fit in the same, like, realm stylistically as, like, Murder on the Orient Express and yeah. Nile. So maybe it's because it's, like, a Del Toro touch. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I like Which it. is why I think people were interested to see that French Dispatch wasn't nominated because there's some directors uh, that, like... Yeah. And I think this is another qualm I have is like, just because a certain director has put out a movie doesn't mean it should be nominated for a yeah, best picture. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Um, but I mean, right. they are good at what oh. they do, but also does it have to be every time? No.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Power of the Dog directed and written by Jane Campion. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Campion based on the novel by Thomas Savage. Um, A domineering rancher responds with a mocking cruelty when his brother brings home a new wife and her son until the unexpected comes to pass, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Kristen, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, Cody Smith, McPhee, um, and cinematography by Ari Wegner.
0: You didn't like this movie, right?
1: No, I actually did. Oh, okay. When I started, to, when I was texting you about it, it was like the first hour, and I was like, I, I want yeah to
0: you never man. followed up with me about it no 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 because I I, like, I, like, I I remember i texted you and i was like i liked it
1: yeah i was like i'll save it for the pod. but i once i figured out what was going on i was like oh period because i was like the first hour okay so basically benedict cumberbatch plays this like super mean guy at first that's what you think so he plays a super mean guy and I mean, then, he is
0: a super mean guy
1: but i think he was just like it was a defense mechanism
0: Oh yeah, but
1: hundred percent. But it doesn't excuse his actions. Obviously, yeah, it's still yeah. like awful. But um, um, and then okay, so his brother like brings him well, Kristen Dunst, who is his new wife, and then she has a son who's like a little bit fruity, <laughs> and they don't like that. They don't like that he's a little bit fruity. But I also think but Kristen com-
0: Dunst doesn't mind
1: it. No, well, she's like aware of it because you can see like when she sees him like she picking the flowers, him. she's yeah. Like, yeah.
0: She like wants him to put out the flowers. She like yeah. encourages him. Like she doesn't ever be like, don't fucking do that. Like <laughs> yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, he's like she's very
1: protective of him too. Yeah. Um, but then as like the movie goes on, you're like, wizards where we place everything is not what it seems, and you start to realize like who, what the power dynamics really are, and like it's it was wild. I was like, this is crazy. Isn't it, it crazy not-
0: that like Kristen Dunn's character was so torn up after she got. Owned by a banjo, she literally was I not seen after that scene. It was but scary. That, it was, it was scary. scary, and I was watching it in like this like <laughs> hyper speed, so I was like, "This is even more scary" because it, it went was on a- for so much longer than I thought it was going to.
1: <laughs> I also, oh my god, no, that scene was so scary. I was like, it was low key. I was she like, was
0: torn up, like she was yeah. literally like a shell of like a human after that.
1: Because he was like making fun of her. He was like, "You can barely figure out to do this Oh, you think piano. you're
0: talented? No, fuck yeah. you.
1: He's like, I can do this on on the band. We're not getting into Hollywood arts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's literally what he said to her. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But it was just crazy because like, okay, so as the movie goes on, you start to realize that like, at least this is how I interpreted it. And then you could say how you interpreted it. But um, so it seemed like, what was the name of that guy? The dead guy? It was like something really Western.
0: Oh, Bronco.
1: Bronco. Yeah, whatever, Bronco. So you get you get the sense that like he was like um, Benedict's like lover in the back in the cowboy days, right? Or no, wait, he was there beforehand. I don't know. I was it was just,
0: ever... He was someone that taught him, but I feel like things did get a little like boundaries yeah. were crossed.
1: Yeah, boundaries were crossed. Um, yeah, I think so. Broken Mountain. And so, okay, whatever. They like hint at that, but I also think that that's why at the beginning, that's why Benedict Cumberbatch's character hates, um, I don't remember the name of the son, hates that character so much because he's like a little bit more like...
0: Outwardly it, fruity.
1: Yes, but also it's like that whole... Well, okay, you know that trend of like the bully is like secretly gay, whatever. I think this movie...
0: This is that movie. No,
1: but here's the thing. Here's why I'll, I'm like... I'm like, they kind of twisted a little bit because they didn't just make it, oh, that guy is, like, secretly gay and that's why he hates him. Because they also made it, like, this guy, the other one, the son, he's, like, literally crazy. He's literally yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, it's
0: more, like, depth, more depth to that storyline, though.
1: Yeah. And also, like, the, uh, the, also the brother, he's also kind of Bronco Henry, Uncle Henry, um, But the brother, he's also awful, just in a different way.
0: Jesse Plemons?
1: Yeah, he's not great to his wife. I didn't think so.
0: <laughs>
1: the, the full, like, I can see the wheels turning in your head right now.
0: I guess I just didn't pay attention to him. Because he was he, barely in it.
1: He, yeah, he's not, I don't think he's the main, uh, like, he's not a focal point of the movie, but I think it was just kind of like, men are all bad. Period
0: yeah i mean i maybe definitely not me because in that time period stick. that is how like men treated their wives they're like yeah. i just want wife to have wife yeah, and i, I will yeah. ignore wife unless <laughs> the fuck that's i think that's probably why it didn't like register in my head I'm like men are just were just awful to women at the time i mean they still are pretty awful to women but like especially yeah. during this time
1: also, I love how, wait, I just want to say, when I said that the movie, the, the thesis of the movie is that men are bad, that was a joke. I just want to make that clear. I know that it's a lot more complex than that. But
0: well, yeah, I mean, are we, are, is, every, is anybody listening to this taking what we're saying to, like.
1: Okay, the other, you know the other day when you said that you're scared that the men are going to find it? I'm, you know. I'm scared of that too now. And I'm scared that they're going to, like, clip things, like, in Ike Harley when Neville, like, clips, like, parts of them Uh, out of context. You've
0: told me this before, yeah.
1: I'm literally scared of that. So, I just want to make that clear. I just want to put that out there. So, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I like this movie.
0: Yeah, I really liked it. I thought the characters were interesting and complex. And, I again, like, I will always say, like, I love a movie where it's, like, yes, there's people doing bad things and questionable. It doesn't mean that they're, like, an awful person. yeah. You know? And I do think that that's a great thing.
1: (laughs) Also, the scene where... Oh, my God. The scene where the son... This is towards the end of the movie. And he, like, lights a cigarette. And then he, like, like puts it in Ben... I'm just gonna call him Ben. In Ben's mouth. Mm -hmm. Like, to a certain ominous... That was so scary. I was literally watching it, like, with my hands over my mouth. I was like, what? This is weird. No, I
0: was so scared during that part. And I was, like, in my kitchen, like doing something while i was like watching it and my roommate like came up and like she never makes noise Mm -hmm. like like i can never hear her footprints or footsteps (laughs) and like it was during that part and i was like tense as fuck and then she was like hey and i was like and i was like oh my god and it always happens like she she always scares me and it's not her fault i'm just like scared i'll just <laughs> fair um yeah. but also like i just am such a kirsten Dunstan
1: oh she she was she one of the best parts of the movie a
0: good actress i need her to get an oscar if she doesn't have one i don't think she has an oscar i need her to get one.
1: Oh, maybe she doesn't
0: maybe she was nominated but i don't think she's ever received one
1: well she deserves it kirsten kirsten dunn stands
0: i'm such a kirsten dunstan
1: stan um all right and then the last one we have is west side story directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Tony Kushner, based on the stage play by Arthur Lawrence. Um, love at first sight strikes when young Tony spots Maria at a high school dance in 1957 New York City. Their, I don't, I'm going to say blooming. Their blooming romance <laughs> helps to fuel the fire between the warring Jets and Sharks, two rival gangs vying for control of the streets. Starring Ariana DeBose, David Alvarez, Mike Face, Rita Moreno, Rachel Ziegler. And, yeah, I left that name out on purpose. <laughs> I, I cut it out. I was like, we don't need to know who played you? Yeah, we're just going to address it. Yeah, no, we're not. We talked about it before already. We don't. Yeah. We're just going to ignore it today. Cinematography by Jens Kaminsky. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Um, um, I'm always here for a Romeo and Juliet retelling.
1: Yeah.
0: I've said no. it before. i said it again. I love no. this movie. I think it's beautiful. I watched it again. Um, and I was just like, oh, I it's love so this good. fucking musical. It's so good. And like R.E.P. Steven Ston- Soddenheim.
1: Yeah. oh, This, this music was so good. Uh, okay. Who would, okay, Well, do you have anything to say about West Side Story? I feel like we kind of um, already said it.
0: I love Mike Feist so much. I think he did such a beautiful interpreter. Is it Riff is his name?
1: I think so. You're talking about um, the guy that was like the friend of Tony? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, he is just so good. And I need yeah. to see him in more things immediately. I hope so. I want him to play like a villain, like a more like a more vi- like a Marvel villain or something.
1: Wait, Ariana oh, DeBose, Marvel
0: superhero.
1: On. Ariana, I think she got cast in a superhero movie. Hold on.
0: Yeah, she did. She got.
1: Which one was it? Do you remember? Uh-uh. Ariana DeBose casting news. Oh, she's gonna be in Sony Marvel's um, Kraven the Hunter. She's gonna play Calypso. Oh, um what's the name of the guy he played Quicksilver I forgot his name Wanda's brother no the other uh,
0: oh the... Aaron Taylor Johnson
1: yeah he's gonna play Craven the hunter so she's gonna be in the movie yeah. with him period we love her I love her I was watching interviews of her the other day and I was like what a queen yeah <laughs> that's it I don't really yeah. have that much to say about West Side Story I feel like we kind of already said it. it's a great movie um what movie do you think is gonna win
0: Ooh. What would you want to win? And what movie do you think is? Well, going? I want Belfast to win. Okay. Um what won at Critics? Critics Choice oh, Awards. No. Did that already happen? Yeah. One more, and then what won, won at SAG? I feel like the power of the dog. Before I look, I think it's gonna be the power of the dog. Yeah. Yeah, it is the power of the dog. And then SAG Awards. 2022. Oh my god,
1: just the oh. Just Sane one best actress for Eyes of Tammy Faye, period. Belfast one acting ensemble.
0: Hans oh, they don't Sp- do best movie? Who? Sag. No, no, yeah,
1: The Power of the Dog, one best picture. That's Sag? Yeah, no, no, no. Critics' Choice, sorry.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at Sag now.
1: <laughs> the Licorice Pizza, one best comedy.
0: Coda. Oh no, Coda won Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. Outstanding <laughs> performance. Hmm. I guess they don't do that.
1: I don't. Okay. Can I? Is, I
0: don't oh, think, I think SAG might just be about actors. Oh, maybe. Oh.
1: Well, yeah. Power of the Dog won at Critics Choice. Um. I, I feel I like Power of the Dog. I I don't I don't think I would be satisfied with that, but. I really want what to drive you, my car to what win.
0: What do you want to
1: win? Drive my car. I think it was so good, but it's also like I feel like it would be very because Parasite won last year, right?
0: Very recently, I don't think. I feel long
1: like long I feel like these people are gonna be like, "Well, we can't let a foreign movie win twice." That's
0: or, what I'm thinking too.
1: Which is so sad because it's like the so best dumb. one.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it yeah. is the best one. I just
1: have. Yeah, I think I think you'll genuinely like it. Um, but yeah I would like Drive My Car to Win but yeah realistically it's probably going to be Power of the Dog which like you know what it's okay because it's a female director so fine it's okay
0: yeah and like I, I want to see more westerns directed by women I feel like it could be interesting
1: it, well yeah this one was not what I was expecting at all mm-hmm. was not like any western I've seen before
0: I'd be okay I would be okay if Power of the Dog won I don't think it it may not be the best movie out of all of these, but it, I mean, yeah. something.
1: Anyways, that's all for today, guys. Um, we'll see. Wait, will the next episode be out by the time the Oscars are out? No. Oh, so we can't discuss yet. Okay. Well, in a couple of weeks, we'll discuss what we thought of the winners.
0: Yeah.
1: And we'll circle back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it'll be two episodes from now. So not the next episode, but the episode after that. We'll okay. No. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, go watch these movies, that ones that we made sound interesting to you. Um, and if we made them sound not interesting, still go watch them. What if it's your, your favorite movie and we just didn't like it?
0: You don't yeah. know. Do you still think it's a flop, though? Because Daniel said that he was like, I think this oh, is a yeah. flop. You still think it's a flop?
1: Well, I just don't think it's the strong like, – It's like it's like do you remember? I think it's one of the
0: better ones. I think there's ones that are worse. lineups that are way worse. There is
1: there is worse ones. Okay, you know what uh, this okay, you know how like what that year at Coachella where Beyonce headlined? (laughs) Yeah. This is not that year. (laughs) And that's the best Yeah,
0: yeah. No one was saying it was that year. It's like it's like a mid it's like a upper middle.
1: It kind of just felt like, oh well, this is what we have.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, there wasn't a lot of movies that fit into this year's you know. parameters. So
1: it's okay. I'm not upset about it, but it's just like
0: eh. yeah, it's a weird year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. See you guys next. Understatement <laughs> of the year. <laughs>
1: Bye, guys.